Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good morning, folks, and welcome to Real Mentors Radio with Troy Dooley. I tell you, I am so excited about about first of all about Mark DeMoss's book, The Little Red Book of Wisdom, but but truly about how we have so many folks that have, have found value in the reviews that we do. I, I'm not sure there's any other show right now airing like this to where we go through so many books a year. And I and I find that I find that somewhat of a quandary to be quite honest, because I know how many good authors are out there and how many great books are written and yet most people have no time to read, whether they're doing it Kindle or, or even listening to an audio. It seems like some of this has gone by the wayside. And, and when Mark was so gracious to send me this book so that I could do the radio show on this, I, I was both humbled and impressed once I started reading it. Uh, it's amazing to me how much each little chapter can carry with us if we would just utilize it, just pay attention and and look for the nuggets. You know that that is the that is the key. Because so many times we don't look for the little nuggets. Even in a big book. Just because you don't agree with everything written in the book doesn't mean you can't grab nuggets of information from it. Today, chapter 15, there are no degrees of integrity. You either have it or you don't. I find this intriguing because over the weekend when I was at the Association of Network Marketing Professionals, I was talking with several people who were, were, were positioning themselves to become the president of the association. And one, one gentleman started talking, and, and as we shared and as we talked, I said, look, we need to, as an association, raise the bar of excellence and expect integrity from those people that are working in it. And he stopped, perplexed. And he said, well, what is integrity? I said, excuse me? He goes, well, don't we all have different definitions of integrity? I said, no, there's only one definition for integrity. You may have situational ethics, which which causes your integrity to fluctuate, but there's only one definition. And I got to thinking about that. As I was flying back on the plane, I knew we were doing this chapter this week, and I thought, how many people out there actually, because of their situational ethics, they're, they're, they don't have a true definition of integrity. Because they don't live with a, with a sound internal compass, they, they question this. And then I started thinking of world worldwide, some of the stuff that has taken place in corporations and in religious organizations and nonprofit groups, that as much as I, I was perplexed by his question, especially being the positions that he holds within the direct selling community, I also realized it's probably a pretty common question. Mark opens this up with, with something from Sid uh, Madwood. It says, 
Would you want to do business with someone 99% honest? Think about that. Would you want to do business with someone 99% honest? He goes on, he says, 7 million people logged on to the dictionary publisher Merriam-Webster's online site in 2005, all in search of one definition. More of them looked up the word integrity than any other word, and here's what they found. Strict adherence to a standard of value or conduct, personal honesty and independence, completeness, unity, soundness. What was it about 2005 that would cause people to log into, over 2 million, to log in looking for a word? It's interesting. Here's what he says. Why the interest in a word everyone should know? Could it be that in 2005, so many otherwise intelligent and accomplished people seem to have dropped the word integrity from their lexicons? See, that was the year. Now, here's, here we go. That was the year WorldCom president, Bernie Ebner, Evers, was sentenced to 25 years in prison for defense. Defrauding his employees. Interesting. Said it defrauded them to $11 billion. Wow. I believe he's out now. Ken Lay, who passed away, was the CEO of Enron, was charged with seven criminal counts of fraud and conspiracy. His colleague and second-in-command, Jeffrey Skelling, was indicted on 35 counts and sentenced to 24 years. John Riggis, head of the cable giant... Aldelphia Communication received 15 years for charges stemming from fraud. Tyco executives Dennis Koloski and Mark Schultz, once drawing yearly salaries in the millions, were reduced to earning $1.05 a day in maximum security prison. Martha Stewart spent time, uh, time out in prison and later under house arrest for lying about a stock sale. It didn't stop there, though. United States Representative Duke Cunningham this bribery scheme to, to siphon two million, two point four million from several companies and defense contractors. He was charged. Matter of fact, he got the largest sentence, eight years of any any senator at the time, congressman. And then there was Jack Abernoff, the lobbyist who pled guilty to fraud, tax evasion, and conspiracy to bribe public officials. I just watched Jack the other day on on Governor Huckabee's show. It's amazing what prison can do for you and how he realized he'd gotten off track. And then there was the journalist, New York Times reporter Jason Blair, who shook the foundations of the media giant when dozens of his stories washed out to be nothing more but naked fabrications. It's amazing. And then there was James Frey, the best-selling author of A Million Little Pieces, who confessed under public pressure of making up all of his page-turning memoirs. And then there was William Swanson, CEO of Rayathon, a defense contractor who, ha who has 80,000 employees and does $22 billion in annual sales. Published his book, Swanson's Written Rules of Management, in 2004, and it was later discovered that 16 of his 33 unwritten laws came from a 1944 booklet by W.J. King, titled The Unwritten Laws of Engineering. And then I 
realized why so many people in 2005 had to wonder what the word integrity meant. Should it even be in our vocabulary anymore? The, the, and, and here's where here's where the critical thinking comes into play. This is one of the reasons I like Mark so much. He writes, we often hear people described as having a lot of integrity or a little of integrity. But to my thinking, it, that, that's impossible. If integrity means completeness, and the Latin word actually means whole, then the question of completeness, completeness wants a yes or no response, not how little or how much. Do they have integrity? Yes. Do they have integrity? No. Well, they have a little. Well, they have a lot. No, not if it means completeness. It's kind of like, does my wife have integrity? Yes or no? She called and said she was staying late at the office but then I find she had dinner with a worker of the opposite sex. Maybe nothing happened while they were at dinner. It was purely business, but yet she didn't say anything. Now, since Paige works from the house, I don't have that issue, but think about that in your own life. Or what about the pastor that says, I'm counseling with the female. I don't, don't worry about me. I would never fall into a sexual relationship, emotionally or physically. And then later we see them removed from the pastoral position. Or or not to leave out, you know, we, we see the, the devastation that happens to pastors, to priests. We see the business realm, and yet how many times do we want to sit here and say, well, a little white lie is okay. Don't worry about that. It's just a little white lie. I just said that so I could get the sale. Well, I know I'm not supposed to say it cures anything, but, but I feel like it cured me. It's uncool. Or, or here's the worst one. Somebody, and, and, and I know it's going to freak people out because it's the 21st century, but somebody goes out and they do the wild thing and a little girl gets pregnant. And then here's what we have the tendency to say. Oh, they made a mistake. They didn't freaking make a mistake. They sinned, which means that they let their integrity go. And you may say, well, Troy, that's your belief. Sure, it's my belief. It's been that way since the dawn of time until the last few years when everybody wants to say it's okay to sin. We'll just call it a mistake. Well, he had an affair on his wife, but she deserved it. She's not giving him any. Well, their kids ran away. Well, they need to because they, the, the parents are working too. I mean, this goes on and on. It's not just in business. And yet we want to cover it up. We want to pretend, well, he, he has a lot of integrity. He just slipped or she just slipped. But then what happens when you're a home-based entrepreneur and you're busting your butt and maybe one of the companies that you happen to be repping for does something that causes your business to suffer because the product isn't up to par. And then what do we say? Well, let's just let's just not worry about it. It was probably just a mistake. It was it was it was just the oops. They had a lack of integrity for a moment. It was just a little white. No, you either have integrity or you don't. That's the key. 
See, listen to what Mark writes here. Personal. Let's see, how do I put this? Person, lack of integrity a lot of times. Let me put it this way. Comes wrapped in a few dollars, a few white lies, a one-night stand. Mark Twain wrote it this way. Always do right. It will gratify some people and astonish the rest. Cassie and I are flying back from Vegas. We're on the red eye. A lady gets into her seat and sits down, and a guy's beside her. That Both of them have been drinking. They've been at the bar. And the man asked the girl that's sitting in the other seat, hey, do you mind moving so I can sit by my wife? And the lady goes, well, no, where are you sitting? And he tells us, so she goes back to the back and sits down and or tries to sit down and somebody's in the seat and she comes back and says, dude, there's somebody in that seat. I'm just going to sit in my assigned seat. Sorry. He starts making a big deal. I'm not sitting down until I sit by my wife, yada, yada, yada. Finally, before we take off, he sits down. He's by this girl. And here's what the interesting thing was. The lady starts talking about her husband who's at home who didn't want to come to Vegas with her and how she's pouring her heart out to a perfect stranger she just met at a bar. He's caressing her hair. She's laying her her head on his chest. Lack of integrity on all accounts created quite an experience for Cassie and I to chat about and talk about we don't ever compromise. See, listen to what Mark writes here. He says, once we compromise ourselves, forgiveness is always available, but something important was lost. Wise people, knowing they are fallible, hew to integrity as the compass that guides, the wall that protects, the glue that binds. See, I believe in... in in setting roadblocks, road signs, emergency says, warning, bridge out, way back from the edge. I'm a typical human being. There's no no doubt that married to a lovely wife who's given me six children who who writes romances. I, I'm we're we're pretty close in every way. So I know I could be out there traveling somewhere, be at the wrong place at the wrong time, and. And end up some lady saying, hey, do you mind if I sit down here and have dinner with you? Can I talk to you? You you were that speaker today. Oh, oh, oh. See, I, there are people that put you on pedestals. Thank goodness I run around with a family that makes sure I understand that I'm nobody but dad. So that I don't allow myself, as I did when I was younger, to get that ego. I talked to a lady over the weekend. And I said, you know, you and your husband were married for so long, I was blown away when you guys got divorced. And she said, well, it was a divorce of convenience because we were trying to protect our assets. She goes, but then after we were divorced, something happened. He thought maybe a younger gal would be good. And she said, Troy, it's kind of tough when you've got all these little hotties running around and you're on the stage and you're rich and everybody's saying, oh, you're so good. And I thought about that, and I thought, you know, how many how many times do we see this happen? People in power fall, men and women. It's tough. Living a life with integrity is not easy, but it's worth it. If you cut corners, it causes problems. I used to live my life under this. I grew up in and around organized crime. I grew up in and around guys that were business professionals, lawyers, 
that would run the gray area. They weren't doing things illegal, but they were doing things that were questionable from an ethical standpoint. See, sometimes it may not be illegal, but is it morally correct? Is it ethically correct? I grew up understanding and studying how to how to hide your assets offshore, how to how to cut the corners every which way you could. I watched an organization that I supported for years. All of their leaders go to prison because they worked outside of the gray area into a red zone and funneled millions of dollars. I remember sitting in an office one day when I was a partner in a mergers and acquisition firm to have the Secret Service come in and literally wipe out everything in that office because my business partner had tried to cash a counterfeit $15 million check at a bank, and he had known that it had been counterfeit. I didn't. It's amazing how men and women can, can, can go over the edge. It sucks. But you know what? It always is interesting to me because... When we're the ones that catch somebody else in an ethical dilemma, we like to point the finger at them. We hardly ever look at ourselves. We hardly ever question what we're doing. I find that interesting. See, we have to remember that if we will stay focused, if we will always keep our integrity in they're at the forefront, that it gives us that guiding light that we're looking for. Mark writes this. He says, he who is enslaved to the compass has the freedom of the seas. See, captains, I live on an island, so I see all these boat captains. Captains know if they keep the compass pointed in the right direction, they will end up going to the destination they're seeking. If you and I will, will keep the compass, I challenge you to go buy a compass at the, at the sporting goods store. Use that as a, as a visual aid to say I need to keep my, my direction. I don't want to lose. I don't want to miss out. Mark writes this. He says, the National Leadership Index prepared by the Center of Public Leadership at Harvard University, at Harvard University's John F. Kennedy School of Government, once reported that more than anything else, Americans want leaders to be upright. 94% ranked honesty and integrity as extremely or very important, surpassing a leader's ability to speak, give orders, cooperate with others. They didn't care about their intelligence, their open-mindedness, vision, or decision-making. Integrity was very important. Honesty, very important. If we want it in our leaders, why don't we give it ourselves? Maybe there's a reason that you're not getting the leadership that you need. Maybe there's a reason you keep saying, I'm hitting a glass ceiling, and maybe it's your integrity or lack thereof. Mark writes this. If that survey is true, why does anyone guard so lightly, one of life's most precious commodities. How is it that in a matter of moments, reputations that took a lifetime to build are forever ruined? 
See, that's that's powerful. They may sound like rhetorical questions, but when you think about it, how many times does that happen? Keller Eller, or Carl Eller, excuse me, is someone that probably the name doesn't mean anything. But he's was in outdoor advertising, founded the company called Clear Channel Outdoors. A little over 2.7 billion conglomerate operating in 50 countries. Eller's now 81 years old. He's a member of the Advertising Hall of Fame. And several years ago, the University of Arizona honored him by renaming their business school the Eller College of Management, where every student comes face-to-face in a cut stone with the man's business philosophy. They etched it in stone. He said, without integrity, motivation is dangerous. Without motivation, capacity is important. Without capacity, understanding is limited. Without understanding, knowledge is meaningless. Without knowledge, experience is blind. Went on to say, experience is easy to provide and quickly put to good use by people with all the other qualities. Make absolute integrity the compass that guides you in everything you do and surround yourself only with people of flawless integrity. Etched in stone. In his book, Integrity is All You've Got, Eller goes on and he says that in the ups and downs of his career, he has seen one constant, and that's the pivotal role of integrity in people's lives. Those who have it usually succeed. Those that don't usually fail. And he should know. At age 65, he was $100 million in debt, but he refused to file personal bankruptcy and gradually repaid every dollar. When he was asked about it, Keller said, or Carl said, my integrity, my integrity became my collateral which explains why so many of my creditors were willing to wait and while other people lent me money to finance a new enterprise. Now, he's not the only one that way. You know, this is an election year, and not too long ago we saw John Huntsman running. And he was he was going to grow, and he was going to do something. And, and, and I tell you, he is a man of integrity. His whole family is. Huntsman Chemical Chairman John M. Huntsman told this story. And I want you to hear this. He says, in 1986, after lengthy negotiations with Emerson Campton, chairman and CEO of Great Lakes Chemical Company, we agreed he would purchase 40% of a division of my company. The price was $54 million. Negotiations had long been strenuous and hard, and they'd finally come to it, and they shook. A handshake deal. Huntsman says, I didn't hear from... Campton for several months, approximately four months after those discussions, the lawyers from Great Lake called and said they would like to draft some documents. They had been dragging their feet, business as usual. We all know how attorneys are on that. It took three months for this rather simple purchase agreement to be put in place. So they waited almost three months, and then it took another three months. Six months had passed. In the interim, the price of raw materials had decreased substantially, and Huntsman's Profits were going through the roof. They were at an all-time high. They had tripled from the year before. 
since nothing had been signed with Great Lakes and no documents had been exchanged, Campton called. Now, remember, he was the chairman of Great Lakes. And he said, you know, 40% of Huntsman Chemical today is worth $250 million, not $54 million, according to my bankers. I know you and I shook on $54 million six months ago, and although I don't want to pay full price, I, I, I think paying half of that increase is worth it. And John Huntsman said, no way. It's not fair to use the appreciated value, nor should it have to be split the difference. We shook on an agreement for $54 million. That's exactly the price that you're going to pay. Captain said, but that's not fair to you. Mr. Huntsman said, you negotiate for your company, Emerson, and let me negotiate for mine. Now, a lot of people don't know that Huntsman Chemical is actually the, 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 the company that created the, the styrofoam container from McDonald's and, and what we see as plastic silverware, stuff like that. I mean, they're, they're huge. But see, that's integrity. It wasn't about the money. He knew he'd given his word and they'd shaken hands. Is it fair? Probably not. But he knew without a shadow of a doubt that his integrity was on the line. See, I think that's the key. See, when you give your word on something, it's important. At my men's accountability breakfast this morning, we were talking about a book called Real Marriage. It's about friendship, sex, and and relationships between a man and a woman. It's a great book. I, I recommend everybody get it. Mark Driscoll is the author, him and his wife, Grace. But we were talking about chapter 3, how, how men should respond. And I said, you know, the one thing I got out of this chapter, and I, and I hold it close to me, is that we enter into a covenant when we get married. I said, I carry that into my business relationships. I believe that when you give your word and you enter into an agreement, what I call a covenant, it's not, it's not something that's just one-sided, it's two-sided. And if the other side fails to live up to their side of the covenant... I don't see that it releases me, even though inside the agreement written up by my attorneys, it says it does. See, when I got married to Paige, it didn't say that I would love, honor, and cherish her unless she screwed around, and unless she got sick, unless she pissed me off, or any of that stuff. So I believe that when you enter into a covenant, you do it because you want to live by the golden rule, which says treat others the way you want to be treated. A few months ago, I had a client call me and said, "I, I just don't want to, I just don't want to live up to our agreement. You know, I, I think you're overcharging me." And I said, "That's cool. Just don't pay me. I'm going to go ahead and fulfill my side of the agreement because I said I would. But you can just go ahead and do whatever you want to." I continued to represent the client. And a couple months later, they sent me a check for everything that they owed. So I believe, like Mr. Huntsman. When you give your word, you keep it. Mark writes this, Integrity is not what we do when it serves us. It's who we are in the dark and how we treat people when it makes no difference to us. If forced to choose, I would hold to integrity over intellect, wealth, talent, popularity, or any brand of success. Integrity can't be taken from a person. It can only be given away. This last weekend, I had a passion to see Garrett McGrath 
become the president of the Association of Network Marketing Professionals. I, I just think he's a man of integrity, somebody that can really take that association to new levels. He has a lot of influence. I chatted with him about it, and he said, well, I'm in on that, but I want you to run with me as, as the executive vice president. I said, awesome, I'll do that. I'll be your number two. Garrett became the president of the association. I did not. It was actually went to a phenomenal friend of mine, Peter Mingle, who had been the president. I thought, man, this is just this is cool. Garrett came up later and said, Troy, I'm so sorry. I said, dude, it wasn't about me ever. We needed you as president. We needed to to have a change. We need to move forward. We need we need to grow. See, it's like this little book. When you don't put yourself out there as being the number one dude, the number one gal, when it's always about somebody else, when you're when you're living by the golden rule, then it's very easy to live life with your ego in check and your integrity as the compass that moves us forward. Man, I love this book. Tomorrow a proverb a day, wisdom for every aspect of your life in one short book. I guarantee you're going to love it. Folks, live life like it's an epic adventure. I'll see you at the top. And don't forget to listen to our brand new show, Beachside CEO, on the Home Business Radio Network. I will see you tomorrow morning right here on RealMentorsRadio.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.